Thank you for joining us for Community Night, the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife Elizabeth. body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? In our modern world, there seems to be a bit of confusion about what the body is actually for. The world tells us that our body is for whatever pleasure we want. But in today's message, Pastor Robert and Elizabeth will share with you that the body is meant to serve the Lord and the Lord is for our bodies. We are members of Christ. Now let's join Pastor Robert and Elizabeth for Community Night on Main Thing Radio as they continue their message, Sexual Ethics. What were they created to do? Bond, to become one. We were created to connect with one and with another human being in such a way that we would become one unit together for life. Why does this happen? Because our hormones cause us to glue, so to speak, with our partner. No amount of consent or informed decision can change that. There is a bonding that occurs that supersedes a mere skin-to-skin contact. Scientifically, we know that sex engages us hormonally, neurologically, physiologically. It informs intense bonds mentally, emotionally, and physically, especially when we do it over and over again. Any kind of sexual activity that takes place releases chemicals in our brains. For women, it's primarily the hormone oxytocin, and for men, it's vasopressin. Oxytocin allows a woman to bond to the most significant people in her life. It eases stress, creating feelings of calm and closeness, which leads to increased trust. That's how God designed us. It also causes her to want to nurture and to protect the one she's bonded to. There's a third set of hormones called endorphins released during sexual activities, and they affect both genders. Endorphins are what we call happy hormones, and they are highly addictive. Highly addictive. There's a whole different study on that the addiction doesn't mean satisfaction. And it causes us to want to experience the rush again and again and again. And what makes things even more interesting is that these hormones are values neutral. Whether it's a one-time encounter or a lifelong commitment, we bond in the same way. It also crystallizes these emotional memories in our minds, making these encounters and experience difficult to forget, which is why when you've had multiple partners, it's often a struggle to not remember someone else than the one you're with in the moment. It's just part of the broken design. In marriage, these hormones are extremely motivating and helpful. God, in his infinite wisdom, knew that some days marriage would get hard. He knew that we would need some help choosing each other day after day, over and over again. 
He knew that some days we wouldn't like our spouse very much. We would argue, bills would come in, babies would get sick, emergencies would happen. Stress would overshadow the relationship. So he installed an override system, which are the hormones, that would cause us to stick together through thick and thin, in good times and bad, for richer or poorer in sickness and in health. It would cause us to feel devoted, loyal, possessive, and willing to endure trials to keep what belongs to us. God is a jealous God, and he intends us to trust that what belongs to us remains with us. What an intelligent designer we have. So what happens when we have multiple sex partners? Scientifically, we know this. As we bond and break, bond and break, bond and break, we lose our ability to properly bond. Here's some tape. If I took this tape, I mean, it just makes sense. It's exactly the same. And I stick it and I peel it off. And I stick it and I peel it off. It will lose its adhesion very quickly. It just can't do what it was made to do by repeated use. When we are ready for that new serious relationship or marriage, something is missing that prevents us from fully bonding. We don't feel that connected or committed. And that's because we've overused these hormones. Our feelings may seem to diminish. When we see someone else a little more exciting, more appealing, more perfect for us, we are ready to move on in a heartbeat because that's what we've trained ourselves to do. We may even lose faith in falling in love again. This is why it's important to protect our purity, our spirit, our soul and body. We must understand that ability to be pure and to save ourselves is not just a religious ideal. It's not just about giving your values V card, like virginity card to someone. That's not the point. The point is to keep our stickiness intact so that when we find the right person, we can connect with them for, for life. life. You know, if we could just see the protection of God's loving parameters, the guardrails, the rules that he, that he put into put into place and the destruction of, of the enemy's relentless propaganda for casual sex, we'd shudder. The, the Apostle Paul, he, he worded it this way. when He wrote a letter to the Christians who lived in Corinth, which, by the way, was one of the most decadent, out-of-control cities in the ancient Roman Empire. First Corinthians chapter 6, beginning at verse 12, he said, all things are lawful for me. Now, now, what he meant by that was the kosher laws and wine and whatever. He said, all things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Foods for the stomach and the stomach for foods, but God will destroy both it and them. Now, the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord and the Lord for the body. And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take the members of Christ and make them members of a harlot? Certainly not. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a harlot is one body with her? For the two, he says, shall become one flesh. But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Flee sexual immorality. 
Every sin that a man does is outside the body. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? And you are not your own, for you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Now, shifting gears slightly, the elephant in the room when we talk about sex inside marriage is pornography. Married or single, divorced, widowed, male, female, addiction to pornography is no respecter of persons. There are all kinds of studies that have been done. The statistics are staggering. It's difficult to get really accurate numbers regarding the use of pornography, but because of the relative secrecy and because the numbers change all the time. Well, one recent study indicated that more than 70% of men in the United States and more than 60% of women regularly indulge in online pornography to the point that they say they have a problem with it. Now, it's viewed by some people as harmless, but it isn't. In fact, in the past few years, doctors have begun treating men in their 20s for sexual dysfunction, the inability to perform, because as a direct result of their addiction to pornography and masturbation, their their fantasy sex has rendered them virtually incapable of intimacy with a real woman. They spend hours and hours and hours watching porn and gratifying themselves. And so that's become their norm. Their bodies rewire. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, beginning at verse 27, you've heard the commandment that says you must not commit adultery. But I say anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So if your eye, even your good eye, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation here, even your good eye causes you to lust, gouge it out and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your hand, even your stronger hand, causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. That's all we have time for today on Community Night the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. We're so glad you joined us. And we hope you'll be back next Friday at this same time. Each time you tune in, you'll hear from God's Word, learn what His heart is for you and your brothers and sisters in Christ, and how you can put His love into practice in your community. You'll hear from Pastor Robert and Elizabeth and other exciting guest speakers as we navigate the reality of the church in this modern world. If you'd like to listen to additional Community Night teachings, visit MainThingRadio.com today. You'll find our archive of these messages, as well as the Monday through Thursday verse-by-verse teachings from Pastor Robert. You'll also be able to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Do you live in Miami Beach? If so, we'd love to see you this Sunday at Calvary, Miami Beach. Join us at 9 a.m., 11 a.m., or at 1 p.m. for worship and Bible study with Pastor Robert. 
We're also live streaming all of our services on our church website and Facebook Live. Find out more at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to the church website. That's all for today. Thanks for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio.